Welcome to the Happy Healthy Mom podcast, the podcast that's all about guiding you through the ins and outs of living a life free of brain fog so that you can think clearly, have more energy, be a happy mom, and have the confidence to raise a healthy family. I'm Bree, the wife, mom, registered nurse, and certified health coach who's passionate about helping you bust brain fog so that you can have the mom life you've always dreamed of. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Happy New Year's. It is January 1st of 2020. I really can't believe it's 2020. I remember the year when it was switching from 1999 to 2000 and how everyone was freaking out, Y2K. I totally stocked up on canned goods and bottled water and was freaking out too. So weird that it's 2020 now and we're all okay. So with New Year's comes New Year's resolutions. And I think that this all started happening because we feel very motivated at the beginning of the year. There's all this stuff going around New Year, New You, um, you know, because we do kind of feel like we're getting this fresh start kind of this clean slate. So we make these New Year's resolutions, but then what typically happens? So we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions today. If you've set them, how you can actually reach them and make them stick. And if you haven't set them, that's okay. We'll we'll get you covered too. I'm Bree. I'm the registered nurse and certified health coach of hippydippymom.com. I am here to help you bust through your brain fog so that you can have more energy live your dream mom life, and raise a happy, healthy family as well. So millions and millions of people make New Year's resolutions, but I think that kind of one of the latest statistics is that only 8% actually keep and meet their New Year's resolutions, which is pretty crazy. It's not that many people. So again, like I said, you know, this is the beginning of the year. We have that motivation going on, but then it just seems like we realize that really this is just another day of the year and we're either making choices to lead us down this path or we're making these other choices to lead us down this other path and it's really no different than any other day of the year. And as we get more used to saying and writing down the new year, um, our motivation and our focus just kind of fades and so does our resolution. Um, Another flaw with our resolution is that we are focused on negative things, the things that we want to get rid of, or we're focused on the outcome and not necessarily how we're going to get there. So we say things like, I'm going to stop being broke, or I'm going to save money, or, you know, I'm tired of being unorganized, so I'm going to get organized. I want to lose weight. I want to lose this many pounds. And, you know, I'm going to get healthy. I'm tired of feeling like crap. I'm tired of being tired. You know, all these things that we can focus on that are the things that we want to let go of. So I will say that when it comes to weight loss, I do feel like weight loss should never be anyone's top wellness goal. Um, And I go through it in episode 15 of the Happy Healthy Mom podcast, and I can link to that. Um, But, you know, why do most of us not keep our resolution? So first, like I said, we're super motivated at this time of the year, and then that just kind of fades. As 
we can experience any time of the year. We get motivated again when it comes to um, summertime, especially if it's a wellness goal or weight loss, because then, oh my gosh, I have to be in a bathing suit or wear shorts, you know, those kinds of things. And so we get motivated again, but then just, it just comes and goes. We can never, ever rely on motivation. And I actually found this really cool quote. I don't remember who says it off the top of my head, but basically motivation comes after you start to take action. So not before you start to take action, it comes afterwards because as you start to feel better or, you know, feel like you're looking better or you're starting to see some progress, that's when we feel really super motivated and when it tends to stick around longer. Um, so another reason why most of us don't keep our resolution is we don't have a why. Um, I'll go more into that in a little bit, but just keep that in mind. You don't have a why. The second thing is we don't have a plan. You know, we're just like weight loss. I want to lose 10 pounds. So, you know, I guess I'll start going to the gym sometimes and maybe I'll eat a salad at lunch and I'll lose 10 pounds, right? That's not really a plan. We kind of use resolutions more as a wish or something that will magically happen throughout the year if we focus for the month of January, <laughs> even though that's what we've done every other year and we've never reached our resolution, right? Um, so we're focused on the outcome, but no matter what, no matter if you're, so let's say um, you want to save money, right? So your outcome right now may be that you feel like you're broke, that you don't have any money or you don't have any savings. There are certain things that you're doing, certain choices, certain behaviors that you're doing right now that are leading you to the outcome that you have right now. So instead of focusing on the outcome, we need to be focusing more on the behaviors and the choices that we're making every single day that are leading to that outcome. Um, and sometimes our behaviors and our choices are so automatic that we really don't even know that we're doing them, especially when it comes to things like food and money. These are oftentimes things that were ingrained in us when we were really, really, really young. Um, you know, one of the things that I have been working on myself for quite a while is my money mindset. And so a lot of that is just really implanted in our like psyche when we're kids, like before we even really know what money is or what we're going to do with it, you know, all these, all these things. So we really have to work hard at uncovering what our thoughts are, what our behaviors are, what our choices are. Another thing that we don't even attempt to learn about or uncover or acknowledge um, or attempt to flip are our limiting beliefs. And we all have limiting beliefs every single one of us. And so what these are, are it's just like our own voice. And um, it tends to help us self-sabotage because we end up telling ourselves things like, we can't do it, or we're too scared to do it, or who are we to deserve this or to want this? Just, you know, there's tons, there's tons of limiting beliefs. It's kind of sad. Um, but again, this is something that we don't even know that we're thinking sometimes. I've had clients who are scared to 
have more energy or to take control of their health and their family's health. And they really don't even know that they're scared to do it um, or to get those things. And they have limiting beliefs around all of them. And so we really have to do some digging to uncover them because these are the things that are going to get in our way along our journey. Um, you know, many times too, our resolutions keep us in the negative mindset. So we're focused on, I want to lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. I'm overweight. I'm overweight. I don't like how I look. I'm fat. I am broke. I am unhealthy. Um, you know, those are the things that we want to get rid of. And so to focus on them just keeps them at the forefront of our mind and just makes it that much more difficult to actually get rid of them. So let me know if any of this is resonating with you. Leave a comment or send me a DM at Hippie Dippy Mom. Um, so maybe you're thinking at this point, okay, you've told me what doesn't work and what not to do. So what can I do? So first, remember this. Everything we want, every goal that we have, everything that ticks us off or upsets us or makes us happy or excited. It's all about the quality, our quality of life. So we either have the quality of life we want or we don't. Um, so that is kind of your big, big picture goal is that quality of life that you're dreaming of that you desire. And then we have to work down from there. Um, but that quality of life is always what we should be working towards and keeping in the back of our mind. So that's another thing with New Year's resolutions or really goals of any kind is that we make it something that's temporary. So I want to lose 10 pounds. Cool. What after that? I want to save $1,000. Nice. What after that? We just make it to where there's just like this end point. And especially when it comes to health and wellness, um, it's not temporary. It's not just one goal and you're done. Health is a lifelong journey. And so, you know, to say, you know, I want more energy in 30 days. I want to lose 10 pounds. Those are temporary and we're oftentimes not thinking beyond that. And so that keeps us stuck. Hey, it's Bree here. I just need to interrupt this episode for one quick second to share with you that I'm super excited to announce that I'm reopening another round of my eight-week group coaching program. There are just way too many moms out there who feel hopeless because you're tired, cranky, and feel scatterbrained. You snap at your significant other and kids and then feel guilty about it. And you're just trying to get through each day, counting down the hours until you can crawl back into bed. Maybe you feel powerless because you think this is mom brain or something you just have to deal with and keep your fingers crossed that one day it'll get better. Or even worse, maybe you've been told that it's just all in your head. Get ready to learn the strategies and tools you need to feel relief from your brain fog so that you can think clearly, have energy, and be the happy, amazing mom you crave to be. Spaces are super limited because I want to give each member the attention that you deserve and need in order to bust through your brain fog. Head to hippydippymom.com forward slash group coaching for more details and to apply. 
an easy way to really hone in on the quality of life that you desire and and just a really deeper reason to your goals is to develop a why. I talked about this in the beginning and said I'd come back to it, so here we are. I'm talking about a really deep-rooted why. Why in the heck do I want this? What would make me fight for it? What about this is going to get me through the rough days? Because there are going to be rough days no matter what your goal is. There are going to be obstacles. There are going to be those limiting beliefs. There are going to be those days where you're just not motivated. You don't want to do it. You have things pulling you in the opposite direction. So having that deep-rooted why to come back to time and time again is what will get you over those humps and those obstacles. So for me, um, you know, with my health, my goal like now, you know, for today, every single day is basically to not get a headache and I want to have energy. Um, and then I want to teach my daughter how she can keep herself healthy. So those are my deep rooted wise in a nutshell, but those are, um, what I want today that are helping me make healthy decisions today. My even more deep rooted why is that I want to be headache free and medication free and, um, have energy and be independent and all those things until my very last breath. And so even if that's 50, 60 years from now, I know that choices that I'm making today will affect that. So that's a little bit into my why. And so when I come across, um, you know, let's say, for example, well, we just passed the holidays, obviously, right? So there was lots and lots and lots of junk food around. And normally in years past, I, you know, I would have chowed down. Well, it's only coming once a year, even though I ate like crap all year long. And um, so now when I am confronted with junk food or it's right in front of me or I'm having a sugar craving, I think about that why. No, because, you know, I'm not going to have that sugary treat because of my why of not wanting to have headaches and wanting to have more energy. I know that sugar is a headache trigger for me. I know that it's going to drain my energy. I know that I'm going to be cranky tomorrow. And I know that it definitely doesn't contribute to my lifelong health goal. So that makes it really easy for me to walk away from the sugar or, you know, really many, many, many other things. The days where I don't really feel like going to the gym. I remember my today's why and then my lifelong why and I get my butt into the gym. (laughs) So that's why it's really important to have a very deep rooted, very meaningful to you why. Then you need to have a plan. So let's say you want to save money. Well, how are you going to save the money? How much from each paycheck are you going to set aside? Where will you put it? How much do you want to save total? What will you do with it? What will you do if you've set like a specific monetary goal? What will you do after that? Um, If your goal is to or your resolution is to get healthy, what does that even mean to you? A lot of people just throw that word around, but it means something different to all of us. So what does healthy even mean to you? Again, health is not something that's temporary. For the rest of your life, you're either healthy or you're not. So health is really a lifelong journey. Um, 
And really the bigger reason, um, when, you know, when it comes to weight loss, that a lot of people use like weight loss and health interchangeably. Um, but weight loss or being weighing less, being thin, being skinny, doesn't mean that you're healthy necessarily. Um, you know, I, as a nurse, have worked with tons of, sorry, there's like a floaty floating around. I've worked with tons of people that are thin, but they're sick. So thin people can be just as sick as someone who is overweight. Um, so that's one of my arguments with why weight loss should never be your number one goal. But if weight loss is your goal, again, go back to your why. Why do you want to lose weight? Do you want to lower your risk for disease? Do you want to feel better about yourself? Do you want more energy? That gives much more specific clear goals to work towards and uncovers so much more. You know, if it's something like you want to feel better about yourself, what's happening on the outside isn't necessarily going to make you feel better about yourself. That's stuff that you have to work on from the inside out. So then that would change how you're going to reach your goals and the behaviors and the choices that you're practicing every single day to get there. I hope this is making sense and is resonating with you. Um, so again, you know, think about when you're 80 or 90 years old. This is something that I have all my clients do. It's such a great practice. It's such a great thing to, um, you know, just really bring to our attention what we want our life to look like when we're that old. We don't have to you know, get brittle bones. We don't have to gain weight. We don't have to go on medication. These are all the things that society tells us are normal, but they're not. So what do you want your quality of life to look like when you're 80, 90, 100 years old? And know that what you're doing today will have an effect on that. And that'll have a big impact on your every single day choices, I promise. And then what happens when an obstacle pops up. Because like I said, we're all going to have those rough days. We're all going to have days where we just don't feel like doing it. Or, you know, we think that that one time or that one day isn't going to matter. Or, you know, if you're a stress eater, what are you going to do when you get stressed out? Um, you know, maybe that should be, reducing your stress should be more your goal than, you know, losing weight if that's what's causing you to gain weight. We need to put that stuff into our plan. What is going to happen when you hit bumps in the road, when there's obstacles, when you get stressed out, when, you know, your car breaks down, if you're trying to save money, right? All that stuff can happen and will happen. You need to be prepared. Write it all down. So what I like to have my clients do is write down their kind of big goal, their, their outcome, on a piece of paper and then put it somewhere where they can see it. It's not going to do much good if you write it down and then shove it in the bottom of your purse or, you know, a drawer or something. So put it on the fridge, put it on your bathroom mirror, um, put it on your screensaver, on your phone. There's lots of places where you can put this stuff these days. And we're 80% more likely to reach our goal when we write it down and can see it often. Um, so then what you want to do is... So that's like your big outcome goal, right? Somewhere else where maybe it's just for you, maybe the notes app of your phone, 
um, you know, a notebook that you look into frequently, um, write down those other things, write down your why, write, write down your plan, write down the things that are actually going to help you get there. Um, and again, think of it not as temporary, but as something that you're going to be working towards for a long time. So I don't make New Year's resolutions because I have those whys that I mentioned and I'm working towards them every single day for the rest of my life. And, you know, yes, I'm making little tweaks here and there. I'm listening to my body. I'm still learning my body. Our bodies change over time. What it wants and needs changes over time. So we're always going to be making little tweaks and stuff. Um, but I have that bigger picture. And so I'm just working on it every single day, working towards it every single day and have been for a couple of years. So eventually, you know, you could get there too. And it's really nice. Like I know what I'm working towards and it means so much to me that I don't even want to waver. I don't want to get off track. I don't want to, you know, go back on it. Um, change your goal to be more positive. I want to have energy. I want to um, teach my kids how to keep themselves healthy. I want to go on that trip to wherever. These give us things to really look forward to, whereas if we're focused on the negative, on the things that we want to get rid of, that doesn't really get us excited. That makes it feel daunting and keeps us in that negative mindset. And then start to really work to uncover your limiting beliefs. And the easiest way to do this is to journal, because like I said, sometimes we don't even know we have those limiting beliefs or what they are. So start to journal. Um, let's say your goal or your resolution is to get healthy. Just start to journal about what does healthy mean to me? How do I feel about it? You might be surprised. You'll probably be surprised at what starts to come out. Um, and those are some of your limiting beliefs. And then as you start to work on them and uncover them, more and more and more will start to come out. Um, and those are just great opportunities to learn about yourself and then to tweak it. Um, so journal to uncover those. So while this all may sound like a heck of a lot more work than what you really thought um, would be involved in reaching goals or resolutions, just remember that big picture why, your big picture goal. You can totally achieve it. And it's not really as hard as a lot of us make it out to be. It's a little teensy tiny baby step um, throughout your day, every day. And it's all about the quality of your whole life. So it's not a race or something temporary that you have to hurry up and, you know, tick off of your to-do list. This is lifelong. And so each little thing that you're improving has a huge impact. So just keep going. Just keep doing it. You're going to reach your goals for sure. And, um, and they'll stick. This is the work that makes them stick and helps you just build upon each one so that you keep going, you keep improving, you have newer, fresher goals to get you to that dream life that you desire. Um, so 
if one of your goals is to get healthy, maybe you want to reduce your sugar intake. I am doing a kick your sugar to the curb challenge in my free Facebook group starting on January 13th. And I will put the link to the group um, where links go. And so that's free, a free challenge in the free group, January 13th. It's a five-day challenge. We'll go through how you can kick your sugar cravings, um, you know, the negative impact that sugar is having on you, um, the mindset around sugar, just all the things to help you really, really, really get over sugar. Now, I will say I won't tell you to never have sugar again, so don't be scared of that. Um, but that is it for today. Happy New Year to everybody. Please let me know what you think about this, which one resonated with you, what your goal is, either by leaving a comment or sending me a DM at Hippy Dippy Mom. Till next time, take care.